0: Hello, and welcome to Wagga Coffee Table. It's a film podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Wagon Mule Coffee Table podcast. This is episode 32. I'm coming to you from a Sainsbury's car park. Today I'm sat in my car, got my laptop, got my got my microphone, sat in the back seat just recording a podcast because that's that's normality now. Currently watching a learner driver really really fail at some, par- uh, some uh, bay parking. Actually he's doing okay now. He was not doing great earlier but he's doing okay now. Um, but yeah, I'm in a, uh, Sainsbury's car park as this BMW driver makes eye contact with me. Um, because at the minute at home, I just feel self conscious. There's always somebody in the house and I just feel self conscious doing it at home. So, um, we're out here in the Sainsbury's car park loving life. Um, I'm, I'm on edge because although I'm self conscious at home, I'm also self conscious in a car park with a microphone in the back seat of this small little car i've chosen the in the i'm right in the corner of the car park so i shouldn't be near anyone who can see me um but i'm going to if someone does come past i'm going to quickly uh put my microphone down and and hide um but we'll, we'll, it's okay it's fine um today um for no reason really other than i finally watched all of the films um, we're going to do a pixar tier list um, I've, got, I've finally been able to watch all Pixar feature film releases um, so that's what we're going to do today we're going to go through all of the feature films and put them into a tier list um, I finally watched, the two that I hadn't watched yet were Brave and Lightyear I just hadn't got around to watching them yet uh, and a couple of weeks ago I managed to watch them both which was fun a little clue into what I thought about them um, so yeah, we've got, I've got a tier list here on theclassictiermaker.com. Um, This tier list wasn't made by me, but I changed the categories. So, the worst category is Just Bad. Um, Then we have Forgettable, then Just A Movie, then Great, and then An All-Timer. So, Just Bad is just a bad film, really. Um, Forgettable is... It was fine, but it's not really stuck around. It's not really made any sort of impact. Um, I don't really think about it that often. And then we have Just A Movie, where... It's good, but you know, it's not really doing anything special. Um, I think Just a Movie and Forgettable are quite similar, but I think Just a Movie. Just a Movie is something a bit different. Just a Movie is something a bit better, but it's not amazing. Um, For example, like Jurassic World is just a movie, because it's not great, but Forgettable is like Jurassic World number two. Like that's just forgettable. Whereas Jurassic World is a bit is just a bit is just a movie. Um then we have Great, so obviously a great film. And then we have an all-timer. Um I think I'll maybe try and stick to maybe three in the all-timer. Um, but this is not all timer uh, Pixar films, this is all timer films full stop. Um I think I'll stick to maybe a top three or a top two. But that's only reserved for films that can be in, like, the top 100 films of all time, in my opinion. Um, So we'll get straight into it then. Um, I'm going to go in chronological order, so release date order. So first, it was Toy Story. It's going to be a big decision what I think the best Toy Story is. But I do think, obviously Pixar classic Pixar, there's a lot of really good films here, so I think at the beginning of this tier list there's going to be a lot of films that are in the great column, um, and all-timer maybe, but I do think they will get slowly declining as the film goes on as the tier list goes on, sorry um, but we'll see, so start with Toy Story, my instinct is to put in great, I think it's a very revolutionary film, I think it can't be just a movie because it's a film that basically spawned a whole new movement of films and movies um animated films that we wouldn't really we probably wouldn't have like shrek without toy story um even though it's a different studio i think maybe toy story was like the innovative well it's the thing that put pixar on the map and you know disney then ended up buying them but it's definitely a film that is it's one of the most important films i would say of the last 30 years just because it's it just spawned so much, and it created this studio that we all love. So Toy Story, i put it in great. Um, so lots of great moments in Toy Story. Um, we've all seen it. It's, it's, a re- it's a classic film. For me, it's not an all-timer, but it's definitely a classic film. Next, we have Bug's Life. Is that really next? Wow. Um, I thought Toy Story 2 for some reason a second. So we- a Bug's Life. I watched this quite a lot when I was a kid. But I keep f- mixing up with Ants, if anyone remembers that uh, knock-off uh, Bugs Life film. Bugs Life, I think, is just a little bit forgettable. I think it's also, it could be just a movie, but for me it's a little bit forgettable. And that's basically for the reason that it is forgettable. Like, I can't really remember much about it. I remember the, the big caterpillar, the chunky caterpillar... But I think that's more from a Cars the Film post credit scene, to be honest. Um, So I'm going to put A Bug's Life in Forgettable, actually. It might be just a movie, but I'm pretty unforgettable because I can't... I don't think it's bad. I don't remember it being bad. And I do remember liking it, but obviously I can't remember anything about it. What's it got? It's got a 3.4 on Letterboxd, so I think it's... Kind of well liked. Next okay, now is Toy Story Two. So Toy Story Two, obviously got the introduction of Jesse and the what is it? The something gang? Um but this this is definitely my favourite Toy Story, I think. It's the one I watched the most when I was a kid. Um you've got just every character is given so much to do in this, you've got Jesse and the uh what is he? Not a cowboy, he's like a the old guy, um, who's like Jesse's father figure. You've got, obviously, the incredible scene, which makes everyone cry, where um, If Someone Really Loved Me, I think is the song. Um, But I just think this is phenomenal. The ending's really good with the penguin singing. I think this is the pinnacle of Toy Story. One of the best sequels ever. I think it builds on what Toy Story 1 was and makes just everything better. It grows the world. You see toys outside of Andy's toys. Um, And I think it's just a special film. Um, It's probably my favourite. Toy Story 3... I'll do... We'll, we'll figure it out at the end. I might do, like, a a list. Like, a not a tier list, but just, like, a one to however many there are. Um, but we'll put Toy Story 2. I don't think it's an all-timer, actually. But I'm going to put it in great. But I do think it's better than the first Toy Story. Um, next, we have Monsters, Inc. Ooh, that's good, actually. That's a really good one. Definitely one of my favourite ones growing up. And I think a lot can be said for, like, favourites growing up. I'm just looking down here at the bottom of, like, what else could be an all-timer? Obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's certain ones that I know are going to be an all-timer for me. I think I might put Monsters, Inc. in there, just because it's iconic. I think it just... It was just a whole new world um, to Monsters, Inc. Because, like, Bug's Life and Toy Story are... Actually, they're quite similar, actually. It's, like, the human world, but something is... Something different is going on. So, like the human world but the toys are alive, the human world but the bugs are sentient, the human world but there's monsters who scare you at night to get screams to make a factory that the world runs on. I just think it's really innovative, I think the characters are some of the best, like, Sully and Mike are one of the best, like, duos in Pixar, I think. I think also, you know, there's a lot of great short films, like Mike's New Car, I had, like, special edition DVDs of a lot of these, so I had... I think I had the Toy Story box set one and two, but I had the special edition of Monsters Inc., The Incredibles, Cars, Rastatouille, Um Finding Nemo I had the special edition of. Up, oh, I think I had the special edition on. And Wally. You, you know, I and the special features in those are always great. And Mike's new car was one that I used to watch all the time. It's just Mike getting a new fancy car and it just goes a bit crazy. Um but I just remember really, really liking it so once i think is going in all-timer if i'm sticking to only three in all-timer it might move down because there's some films coming up that i think are special and that have you know a personal connection to me but i'm going to stick it there and we'll move on next we have finding nemo another classic um something that really informs my like love of animals and like as a kid i wanted to be a marine biologist for a lot of it and Mainly because of Finding Nemo and... And it is a classic. It's definitely a classic. You see, putting Finding Nemo and Monsters, Inc. in all-timer makes me want to put Toy Story 2 in all-timer because I think they're on a similar level. There's so many good characters in Finding Nemo. Like, the whole gang in the tank where Nemo is. So funny. You meet Dory, which is hilarious. You meet... um, Is it Rock? The turtle? It's just... And the, obviously the the classic whale scene where she's, she's speaking in whale. There's so many good moments in this. I think I'm going to put Finding Nemo in all-timer. But we might change that. If I'm only sticking with three, I know there's at least two or three others that, are, that I want to put in all-timer. So it might be a decision we have to make. Next we have The Incredibles. This is my favourite Pixar film. So it's obviously going in all-timer. I think it's a film where... I think it's one of the best action films ever. I think it's really funny as well. It's like your introduction to superheroes. Like, I wasn't... I didn't really read comics when I was younger. I didn't watch, like, old superhero films. I wasn't that into, like, the Raimi uh, Spider-Man films. I wasn't that into them. I think I maybe watched Spider-Man 3 at a friend's house once, and that was it. I didn't watch them until I was, like, a teenager, like, years after they came out. So, obviously this was like my introduction to superhero films and like the only superhero thing i had really and i just loved it i loved the special features um i think the opening's really good with the interviews with the superheroes i think this like the setup of that superheroes go away because mr incredible uh, mr incredible saved the life of someone who was trying to commit themselves commit commit suicide i think that's a really interesting like moral dilemma and moral issue that this Pixar film starts off with I think... I just think it's really interesting and then this kind of, like, espionage route it goes through. Um, It also has, like, AI elements of it with the robot. I think Frozone is such a great character. I've spoken about it before, but, like, Dash running on water is one of my favourite scenes of all time in cinema. I think the moment where he's running through the forest and then he sees the water coming up and you think, oh, shit, he's going to have to turn around. And he just closes his eyes, the camera stays on him, and then you just hear, like, the tinkle of uh, piano piano keys and he goes and then is you pull back and you see that he's running on water and then there's like rocks exploding around him from where they're trying to shoot him i think it's just a great moment in cinema and i think for me it goes straight into all-timer and probably my favorite one next we have cars wow cars i'm gonna be honest guys cars isn't widely liked i get it I get it, I get it, I get it. It's not wildly liked. If you didn't watch it really when you were a kid, I can understand why you don't like it. However, Cars is probably the Pixar film I've watched the most. I watched it on, probably on repeat when I was a kid. It had the DVD, watched Mater and the Ghost Light and the special features over and over again. Cars, to me, is a, is a really important film. It's, you know, life is a highway. That song is iconic, that scene is iconic. It's a story of friendship, of love, of racing. Like I was obsessed with cars. Top Gear was my favourite show when it I remember seeing I think I saw Cars when it came out. What year did it come out? Two thousand and six, yeah. I saw it when it came out. At that time, you know, my second name is Car. So and like my family, especially on my dad's side, all kind of were into cars. Um cars were the only thing I really played with them when I was younger. I just had Hot Wheels and Matchbox. And you just race them on tracks or just race them in my bedroom and make races with them. And then, like, a film comes out about racing cars. Even, yeah, it's NASCAR, it's America, it's not... I'd never watched NASCAR, I never have watched NASCAR since. I was big into Formula One at the time, like I used to watch it with my dad. Like, I was only young, like, I was a kid. I was just only just starting school, but I was still watching this stuff. And then an animated film comes out about cars. And it's excellent. The music's excellent. The story's excellent. It's a... It's a... It's a film about ego it's a film about the little guy you know this like cocky rookie is humbled and then turns into a hero like the doc hudson thing i love the crazy like debates people have online and like strip weathers is the greatest of all time no lightning mcqueen is the greatest no doc hudson is the greatest no chick hicks is the greatest like all these incredible debates that i'm just i laugh at constantly they're really funny for me cars goes in all-timer and i now have and i now have four in all timer, but at the end I'll come back to it. Next we have what's next? Ratatouille. Oh god I forgot about Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille growing up was one that I liked. Um but it's it's one that um I didn't really be appreciate as much as I have I do now that I'm older. I think like Cars and the Incredibles are ones that have kind of stuck around for me. So I I liked them when I was younger. I still appreciate them. Whereas Natchitui, Ratatouille, eat I liked when I was younger, um, but I wasn't like obsessed with it in the same way I was obsessed with The Incredibles and Cars, and maybe even Finding Nemo and Monsters Inc. But now I've gotten older. It is definitely one of the best ones. Even like if it's not one of my favourite, I think it's one of the best ones. I think the story is really funny. Um, the heart of it's really good. The the conflict in it's really good. I think the scene where obviously the critic um go gets a flashback is obviously iconic. I think I am going to put it in great. It's definitely not just a movie, and it's definitely not forgettable or anything. Like I think, it, and also I've I've it's the one I've revisited as well when I am older. It's the one I've like gone to think, oh that was actually really good. Let me get back to it. Next we have Wally. This was one that I actually really liked when I was younger. And I think I rewatched it maybe when I was like mid teenager. So, a good few years ago now. It might be more recent than that actually. Maybe like during lockdown, maybe I rewatched it. And it just wasn't as good. I think the opening's really interesting with him on the planet. But then once he gets on the spaceship, it's kind of just a movie. I get what it's saying and I get the message and I really appreciate the message of the film. But I think the antagonist isn't that great. <sighs> I think it's interesting and I think the story is interesting. I think the character designs really good. I think him as a main character Wally is really interesting as well. I think it has some really like special moments between, between him and Eve. And it's one that I've watched a lot. Again, I had it on DVD used to watch it all the time. Like back when you do not didn't have Disney Plus. You just, I just had all these Pixar films on DVD, and would just like go through, just basically rotate through them. And I think actually like Wally or Up were the last ones that I kind of had on DVD. <sighs> when did Wally come out? Actually, 2008. So I was still pretty young. But let's see. I think I'm gonna put Wally. The temptation is to put it in great or just a movie. I think it is great. I'm gonna put it in just a movie for now. That's probably gonna change, because. I actually, th- I actually loved it as a child but I think when I rewatched it I thought this isn't as special as I remember it being. It's very it moves at quite a pace um, like nothing like the finale is quite quick. I think the coming back to earth thing and learning to grow plants and all that sort of stuff is interesting. I just don't think it's as interesting as I remember it being. Um, but you know I, I, could... I haven't rewatched Finding Nemo in a while, so maybe I'll re-watch that and think the same thing. I don't think so, but might be the case. Okay, next, I'm just, I'm going through letterbox like all the Pixar films. And there's loads of like Cars um short films with like Mater. So El Matador, Mater the Greater, Rescue Squad Mater, all these I remember watching. Anyway, Tokyo, I remember Tokyo Mater really well, actually. Anyway, next is Up. I think Up is quite deceiving, actually obviously the big, the first 15 minutes 10 15 minutes even if it's that long it might be shorter actually are really good it's some of the best pixar pixars ever pixar would um, but i think once you get past that that beginning it's quite paint by numbers obviously it's it's a little bit iconic with the house with the balloons but i think once you get to the planet not the planet, like, the mysterious jungle, I guess. It's not as good as I remember it. I, I think I rewatched it, this one, again in lockdown, and I'm remembering, like, the first half is really good, or the first however much time it is with the uh, with the big opening, with the, the wife dying, and then the actual travelling there in the house. I think that stuff's really good. I think the beginning where you meet, like, um, the snipe, and I think it's Kevin is the name, and... Uh, what's his name? What's the kid's name? Shit, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look at that. Doug? No, that's the dog. So Doug's the dog. And then what's the kid's name? Russell, that's it. I think all that stuff is really good. I think the heart of... This is one of the best ones with... The, one of the most... One of the best Pixar films with like a good heart to the centre of it. And I think the ending's really good. Like, you know, have your own adventures and things. But I do think that we do get clouded by the beginning of Up into thinking the whole film is great. It's the same with Saving Private Ryan. I think we all remember the beginning, but then we watch the rest of the film and it's like, oh, this is good, but it's not a classic as we all think it is. Maybe I need to rewatch up, um, but I'm, for now, I'm putting it in just a movie. It is great, though. <laughs> so maybe I'll put it in great yeah i think i'm definitely gonna have to make some changes at the end of this because wallying up in grey in just a movie i mean seems a little unfair next we have wow toy story 3 was this early okay so toy story 3 everyone always remembers the ending i think it does similar to toy story 2 where it builds on the world gives some really interesting things like spanish buzz Lightyear is pretty funny um other things. But I can't really remember that much about Toy Story 3 apart from the ending and the bad guy. I think it's got a really good bad guy with the pink teddy. I think the ending's really good, but what has hurt Toy Story 3 is Toy Story 4. Now, I'm not a Toy Story 4 defender, so I was one of the people that when Toy story, Toy story 4 came out, I was like, why are we doing this? You finished it, move on, make something else. I know a lot of people were saying that Toy Story 3 finished Andy's story, but and Toy Story 4 needed to finish Woody's story. What I will say is, it didn't finish Woody's story, Toy Story 4. And I think Toy Story 3 was just a better ending, like, finish it with him going to a new family. That's just such an amazing ending. Like, I remember watching Toy Story 3 again the day before I maybe I was going into second year of uni and I decided over the summer to throw away or get rid of a lot of my old toys and i i think the next day was a we were going to me and my mum were going to a car boot sale to get rid of like old toys and stuff and i watched toy story 2 i'm pretty sure no i watched toy story 3 sorry that's what we're talking about toy story 3 the day before and it was just such a mistake because i woke up the day of the car boot sale i don't want to sell anything i don't want to get rid of anything um and i remember i had like a huge box of like knights in like a castle and stuff and this like 30 year old guy with his dad, bought them. And I was like, come on, man. Like, I wanted a kid to get this and play with them. Now they're just going to be thrown away or just sit on a shelf somewhere. I don't know. But I think Toy Story 3 is just a movie. I think Toy Story 2 is my favourite, then 1, then 3, then 4. But 3 is definitely really good. It's got, got a lot of really good elements. I think the whole, like, moving house and also... Not moving house, like, moving out. It treads similar ground to Toy Story 1. Um, no, Toy Story 2. I get confused. Uh, but also the stuff with, like, the um, the preschool and the nursery is really interesting. Like, the kind of, like, escape to victory kind of thing. Not escape to victory. Like, the great escape thing um, that they try and do is interesting. I think it is good. I'm just putting it there just for a bit of variety. Um, obviously, people who are big fans of the picture are going to be mad at me that I put Cars in All Timer and Toy Story 3 Up and Wally in just a movie. But we'll move on. It's my tier list, not yours. Uh, Next we have... God, there's so many Mater short movies. Mater Private Eye, Heavy Metal Mater, Moon Mater. Oh, it's because Cars 2 was coming out. So, Cars 2. Let's talk about it. Obviously, it's just bad. Obviously, it is just bad. When Cars 2 came out, how old was I when Cars 2 came out? I was 11 when cars 2 came out so you have to understand 11 year old it's my probably at the time second favorite to favorite pixar film with cars the sequel's coming out it has spies in it it has formula one cars in it like i watched cars 2 and thought this is the greatest thing i've ever seen it's got explosions it's got lightning mcqueen it's got all my favorite characters how amazing but then you look back and you realize what kind of direction they took it in? What the hell were they thinking? Yes, I know probably James Bond was coming out around the time around that time and you wanted to do it like that. But what the hell were they thinking? But why? You had this beautiful intimate story of Cars One and then you just do Cars Two and it's got spies and Mate as a spy it's just it seems to be like everyone loved Mater I think in the for the first one maybe and they made loads of short films with Mater, doing everything, and then thought right let's make let's make let's give Mater his old his his whole story and where he becomes a spy, and Lightning McQueen is just like racing around cars are exploding I think you don't really get any like memorable characters like. The 007 kind of guy isn't memorable. The assistant to him isn't memorable. None of the races are that memorable. Like, you've got Lewis Hamilton doing a voice and stuff like that. You've got the Italian Formula One car as well. But none of them is that memorable, so it is just a bad film. It is just a bad film, and it's a shame because I loved it when I was younger. Anyway, Brave. So, I watched Brave a few weeks ago, beginning of January, I watched it. I hadn't seen it before. Heard mixed things. I heard people didn't really like it, but that it had a big audience. I didn't like it at all. I rate it two stars. Um, I do want to read out my review for it because I do stand by this. So a big problem I had with this film, this is not the review, but a big problem I had with this film is that there's a character in it who, I think she's like a a maid or something like that. It's basically this character who has big boobs and is just running around for the whole film with the boobs are jumping up and down and the specific shots where the boobs are just in shot. And I think this is why I wrote. So does it not undermine your entire film having a character who has large anatomy And then having them run around constantly, meaning the animators just had to animate the anatomy. And then also having multiple shots where it's just the anatomy in frame, including a very pivotal part at the end of the film. Yeah, it's just... I just didn't like that. When it's a film that's meant to be about, like, female empowerment, it feels like that it could have been a film like that. And I think a lot of people get that out of it. It's meant to be a film about female empowerment, about you know standing against the man standing against what's expected of women in society it could have been something but when you have a character that is just there to be objectified and just there to be like oh look at this slightly overweight woman with big boobs running around crazily and at the end a kid jumps into the breasts um and gets something out like it's so typical 2000s filmmaking it just undermines your whole film for me and also the film itself isn't that interesting for me is it forgettable or is it bad? I'm tempted to put it in bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in. Ooh, I think I'm gonna put it in forgettable because I think if if I watched this years ago when it came out, I wouldn't remember anything about it. I think the story is not that interesting. Um, like in my review, I said just watch How to Train a Dragon instead. I think if you want that kind of Nordic, not Nordic, but yeah, kind of Nordic feel, just watch How to Train a Dragon. Um, it's just better in every single way. But I'm going to put it in forgettable, even though it's kind of nearly bad. Next we have, what's next? Monsters University. Oh, God. I don't remember anything about Monsters University. I think I watched it when it came out, or when it came out on DVD at a friend's house or something. Really bad. I can't remember anything, but I remember not liking it when it came out. It's just bad, man. It's just... It came out also when I was starting to become a teenager, so maybe that has something to do with it. But I think nobody can remember any of the new characters. Why do this film? I just... I got pissed off. So, I'm putting it in bad. I can't remember anything about it. I think it is forgettable. So, the reason why it's... So, it is forgettable. But forgettable movies are movies that were good or okay, but you've forgotten all about them. Bad movies can be forgettable, but if they're bad, then... They're bad first, you know? Could be good, I think. I think if I'd watched it when I was younger, I probably would have enjoyed it. So that's why it's unforgettable. Just bad, Montage University. I don't really have anything to say because I can't remember anything about it. Okay, there is currently a car parked right next to me. Um, So if I sound a little bit quieter, it's because um, I don't want to show that I'm holding a microphone because I'm very embarrassed. Um, Oh, he's moving. He's going now. He's going now. He's looking at me like I'm a weirdo. I think he's searching for somebody. Oh searching for something. I don't think he's bothered with who I am. But he was like making like confused eye contact with me. He's leaving. Okay. Uh, Sorry about that. And just he just parked like I'm in the very edge of this car park. Like nobody is around me. And he just came and parked like two spaces down from me. It's like I don't park there, I'm I'm embarrassed. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, Munster University. Hated it. Sucks. Next we have... Inside Out. Yes. Inside Out. I think out of all these films, the one that's made me cry... I think it's the only one that's made me cry out of all these films. Others like Make You Emotional, like Up, Toy Story 2. Um, yeah, maybe that's it actually. But I've, I've like, actually got upset <laughs> in joining Inside Out. I'm putting it straight into great. It could be an all-timer. I'm really excited for Inside Out Two. I've spoken about this before, but for a film's message to be that being sad is okay is incredibly powerful and incredibly important for children to watch. Like my mum has done in her life, done a lot of work with like disabled kids um, or disabled like adults as well. Or people with learning difficulties of any age, and Inside Out can be quite useful because it's like, are you feeling happy? Are you feeling sad? When people can't really communicate their emotions, whether they have like speech, they need speech therapy, or whether they just aren't good at communicating their emotion emotions, whether they're maybe like autistic or something like that, Inside Out can be, or like my at least my mum found that Inside Out can be quite useful in using a film. show it and also using just like characters to show it like are you happy like being happy like showing a picture of joy things like that and i think the ending being that sadness is okay i think is really powerful and it does make me upset every time i watch it i just think it's really important film and also like it's not just that the ending is good it's that the actual film is good like it's it's a good concept the credits are really funny because you see inside the minds of like cats, dogs, the husband, the wife, all that kind of stuff. I think it is sad that the all the wife's emotions are shaped like sadness and all the dad's emotions are shaped like anger. I think that's an interesting choice, but I think it's actually a really funny film as well. I think Amy Feeler gives one of the best voice acting performances in Pixar. Um, I just think it's really perfectly cast, perfectly done film, and I'm really excited to see what they do with Inside Out 2. I'm hoping it's a return to form for them. I've put it in great. It could be all-timer. I think because I don't have the kind of nostalgia towards Inside Out. It came out, when did it come out? 2015. So I'm basically, I'm nearly an adult at this point. So it doesn't really have, like, the nostalgia around it, which I think affects how I maybe view it. I don't view it as, like, affectionately as I do with Incredibles Cars, Monsters Inc, Nemo, even Toy Story. But I think it's one of the best films that they've made, up there with Ratatouille. Right, next we have The Good Dinosaur. Now, I remember hearing about this and hearing that it was really bad. And, you know, Inside Out, I think, came out the same year. Um, And just hearing that it's not very good. And I remember watching it, I think, maybe a a year after it came out, maybe. Uh, And, like, I'm... As a kid, I was a big fan of dinosaurs. Like, I was a pretty big nerd when it comes to dinosaurs as a kid. So I think that helps with my thoughts about this film. It's obviously not a very good film. But I think I liked it a lot more than I liked, like, Brave. Or... Cause 2 like now i can't remember anything about it though i'm gonna put it unforgettable just because that's what it is i remember enjoying it more than other people did but i just can't remember anything about it really so i've just realized that my mic has been disconnected for most of this um i'm not re i'm not re-recording it i'm not re-recording it um but yeah, my mic has been disconnected, so I'm sorry for the bad audio quality for most of this. Hopefully you can still understand what I'm saying, but I'm now back. The mic is working. When did that happen? Maybe when I was, like, hiding from that guy in the van. Um, okay, let's just move on. What was I on? Good Dinosaur, yeah. Okay, next. Finding Dory. Oh, God, another disappointment. Sequels, they're really hit and miss with sequels. Like, Toy Story 2 is really good, but, like, the rest of their sequels, not good. Finding Dory... It's kind of nothing. It doesn't really do anything. I think it's an interesting setup, like her finding a family. But it doesn't really do much. Um, I think it's in... I can't remember anything about it, so I think it's forgettable. Yeah. It's forgettable. It is forgettable. Yeah. It is. It is. I don't know. There's not really more to say. Like, I can't remember anything about it, really. I remember the octopus driving a van. But that's so stupid. I can't really remember anything about it. Um next let's move on what's next cars three is next so cars three when it came out i really didn't like it and i think it's had the opposite effect to what cars two what happened with cars two so cars two loved it when it came out hate it now cars three i haven't rewatched it i was i should actually but like when i think about cars three it's about legacy it's about the youth, it's about the changing tides of, um, you know, the, the, the car industry, about electronic cars, what's that going to do to the planet, you know, high performance cars, you know, are the gasoline, you know, chuggers of cars, like, are they, worth, are they worth living now? Are they worth having now? Are they obsolete now? I think it is just a movie. I haven't rewatched it. So, if you'd asked me this after I after I watched this for the first time, I would have put it in bad. I would not be happy with it. But I haven't rewatched it, but looking back on it, I look back on it and think maybe I misjudged that. Um, I think it had a lot of good things to say. I think a lot of people have kind of come round to a similar opinion to me. Um, so I'm going to put it in just a movie. Next, we're going to go with... What's next? Incredibles 2. Okay, so Incredibles 2 is going in bad. Now, a lot of people don't think this, I think it is, it, has a, it is a good film and I think it should be in just a movie, but let me explain why for me it's in bad. So reason one is that Incredibles is my favourite Pixar film, probably my top 10 films of all time. It's also one of my dad's favourite films, The Incredibles, I should have mentioned that earlier. Incredibles 2, film, pretty disappointing doesn't have the same stakes not as interesting the the bad guy is pretty clear who who the bad person is from early on the reason why i really don't like this film and i can't re-watch it is because we went to watch that on opening night i think because it's all like my family love that film. me and my dad and my mom really love that film we came home and we couldn't find our cat now this is a cat that we'd had for when did this come out this film We'd had for sixteen, fifteen, sixteen 15, 16 years. And it was a cat when we got it. So it's a pretty old cat. It wasn't like a kitten when we got it, 15 or 16 years before this phone came out. So obviously we come home and they can't find the cat. I check outside and I find the cat laid. His name's Jensen. I don't know why I'm saying the cat. His name's Jensen. I find the cat laid in, in the bushes of our garden. I pick it up, I bring it inside, he's not breathing very well, and about an hour later, he dies. And this is a cat, Jensen, that I've had since I was two years old. I didn't have any brothers or sisters, so this cat, Jensen, I keep saying this cat, Jensen was, you know, he was family. And we we kind of, my family cringe when people say that pets are family, but this cat was family. Um... And it just kind of tarnished the whole film and the whole day, because we lost a, a very cool member of our household and our family that day. It's I can't disconnect the two. I was already disappointed by Incredibles 2, but I believe that if we hadn't have gone out that night, he would have stayed inside the car. He wouldn't have gone out. He wouldn't have been cold and shivering and all that sort of stuff. He would have stayed in, and he would have been with us for maybe a few more days or a week or a month. But... I think because he was outside when we were when we left the house, I think I don't know, I don't blame the film for my cat dying, but I just associate it with that experience and it's why it's in just bad and it's why it's a film I will never rewatch. And there's a lot of good in it, like Mr. Incredible being like the stay at home dad, I think is an interesting twist. It just that it just has such like an emotional bad emotional experience surrounding it that I just can't I can't like the film um, I'm sorry for bumming everyone out there but you know I, th- I thought it was necessary telling you why I put it in just bad Toy Story 4 again I've already spoken about this I think it's pointless um, I think the film is good it's probably good enough to be not pointless it definitely wasn't a failure I do think it's the worst out of the four I'm putting it in just a movie because I still think it's interesting uh, I still think it introduces some good new characters I just don't think it should exist, and I don't think it's as good to put it in great, so I'm putting it in just a movie. But there are some definitely really good parts of it. Next, we have Onward. I'd heard pretty good things about Onward. I didn't watch it, I think, until after lockdown, so quite recently. I've definitely watched it, I think, in the last year. I think it was actually in my 2022 tier list, like what I watched the first time in 2022. Um... It's good. It's not great. It's kind of middling. I think it does have some interesting points. I think, you know, I think if I maybe had siblings or had lost a parent, maybe it would mean more to me. Definitely, if I think I had si- if I had siblings, it would mean more to me. Um, but I'm just gonna put it in just a movie. I don't have much to say about it. Um, next, I, but it's not forgettable. I think I remember a lot about that film, but I just don't think it's forgettable. Wait, have I missed Coco? I've missed Coco. When did Coco come out? Before Incredibles 2. Oh, it's there. It's after Cars 3. Sorry, I completely missed Coco. 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 Coco, 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 Coco. I think. Here's where I might change things around. So I think Wally and Up are better films. Maybe Toy Story 3 even are better films than Coco. I think a lot of Coco is a bit generic. But I think the beginning and the ending make it special. And about, like, death. And, like, I'm kind of obsessed with death or obsessed with, like, that kind of thing. Or, like, films that deal with it. So, it definitely has, a, like, a special place. It is quite an upsetting ending. Um, or like, It's heartwarming, but it's still upsetting. So, it's not just a movie. It is great. However... I think if I put it in great, I then have to put Wally up, Toy Story 3, all in great. But if I put it in just a movie, I can just leave it there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in just a movie. That's not correct. I know that's not correct, but I'm going to come back to the end and we'll figure it out, okay? Okay, next. So on was the last one. So Soul. So this came out during the pandemic, right? Yeah. I remember this one came out. It came out on Disney+. Really good film. Again, it's not just a movie, but... It is great. Okay, so I'm going to make the changes now. So, Wally, Up, and Coco are all going to go in great. And I think Soul is also going to go in great. I think it's. it felt like, because we'd had, what we had before then, we'd had, like, a lot of sequels, a lot of, like, kind of films that felt like nothing, to then Soul to come out, and it feel new and fresh and innovative and a new idea. It was a good feeling and it felt like Pixar was back. And then obviously it wasn't. Um so I'm going to put it in great. I don't I've not, I haven't rewatched really it. I haven't really had a need to rewatch it, but I think it is definitely a good film. Um I'm kind of regretting it calling that category just a movie. If I just called that category like good, then I'd put Wally Up, Coco and Soul in there. Do I change it from just a movie to good? Can I do that? Because I just don't think that Wally, Up, Coco and Soul... On the same level are as... Toy Story 2, Toy Story, Ratatouille, Inside Out. What do I do, you guys? I think I put it in great. I just leave it as it is. I can't change the category names. Because it's not just a movie. Now we have Luca. Luca was a surprise, I think. It's very... Like, low stakes not high concepts like soul or coco or any of these films really it's very low stakes and low concept and it's not trying to blow anyone's mind it's just a lovely time and i really appreciated that it also came out during the pandemic and i really appreciated it It was just a lovely time it looked incredible but it is just call me by your name it is just calling it is basically calling by your name and it's not incredible film. So I'm going to put it in just a movie, but that is a little bit harsh, but I just don't think it's a great film. Next we have Turning Red. So Turning Red was actually a pretty pleasant surprise. I think it's I think it was animated very differently to what I'm used to from Pixar. Um and I really loved it for that. I think the story is also quite interesting. I think it's obviously it's about like puberty and growing up and Turning Red is a very like on the nose way of talking about periods and things like that. Um, I'm going to put it in just a movie, just because I don't think it's on the same level as the ones in Great. However, it is definitely one of the better ones in just a movie. Uh, Next, we have Elemental, or is it Lightyear next? Lightyear's next. Okay, Lightyear... So I watched Lightyear recently, and for the first half an hour, I thought, what's everyone talking about? This is a great film, I'm enjoying myself. It's interesting... It, look, it looks a bit bland but then you watch the whole film and it's like oh god it's this is this is so nothing it's unbelievable and spoilers for Lightyear the thing the thing with him meeting himself and himself is Zerg is so annoying it just annoyed me that they like changed that like Zurg was his father in Toy Story we get that that was a funny bit stick with that it be it be his father but for it just to be himself from the future and, and zerg to be like massive as well i thought zerg would like his his highlight like the toy i just don't think woody watched lightyear and was obsessed with it and got the characters it's not a good enough film for that i'm gonna put it in bad i'm gonna put it in bad because i think it it kind of annoyed me what they changed about toy story like i can't believe anyone who watched and loved toy story made lightyear I just think it's bad and I think it changes things like to do with his father and Zerg and all that stuff that I just wasn't interested in. do I think the I don't think the like the assisting characters are that interesting. Now we've got Elemental. Elemental is going forgettable. I think it was better than I thought it was going to be. I think the reviews were so bad for it for some reason. I just assumed I wouldn't enjoy it, but it's actually pretty good. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not great. Obviously, it's very on the nose, it's not great, but it's not that bad. It's fine, it's a good kid's film. Whereas Lightyear just feels not like a good kid's film. Okay, so that's all of them. So I've got four films in all timer. I need to put one down to great. I've got The Incredibles, Cars, Monsters Inc. and Finding Nemo. One of those has to go into great. I think I'm gonna put Finding Yeah, I think I'm gonna put Finding Nemo in great. So we've got Incredibles, Cars, Monsters, Inc. In that order. Yeah, so it goes Incredibles, then Cars, then Monsters, Inc. Right now, now in Great, we've got Finding Nemo, Toy Story 1 and 2, Ratatouille, Inside Out, Wally, Up, Coco, and Sol. Sol, sorry, Sol, Sol. Okay, so the best one here is maybe, it's Inside Out, nice, it's Finding Nemo, Inside Out, Ratatouille, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, Wally, Up, Coco, Sol. I don't know, Sol better than Coco, I think, actually. I'm going to go with that. Because Wally and Up have like the nostalgia for me, whereas Soul and Coco don't. Just a movie. In just a movie, we've got Toy Story 3, Cars 3, Toy Story 4, Onward, Luca, and Turning Red. So I think turning, Toy Story 3 is the best one there. Then we'll go Luca. Then we'll go Onward. Then we'll go Turning Red. Then we'll go Toy Story 4. Then we'll go Cars 3. Then Forgettable, we've got Bug's Life, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, and Elemental. I think maybe Bug's Life first, then Good Dinosaur. It's interesting with this one because I can't remember them. Then Brave, then Finding Dory, then Elemental. I think maybe Elemental is better than Finding Dory. Then jasper we've got Cars 2, Monster University, Incredibles 2, Lightyear. So I'm going to put Lightyear, the best one out of these. Then I'm going to put Cars 2 because I used to like it. Then I'm going to put Incredibles 2... Because it is, I do see the factors, it's just my own personal opinion, and then I have and my personal experiences, and then I have Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. University, or whatever it's called, which is just bad. So, the final order in first, we have Incredibles, then Cars, then Monsters Inc., then Finding Nemo, then Inside Out, then Ratatouille, then Cars 2, then Cars 1 then Wally, then Up, then Soul, then Coco, then Toy Story 3, then Luca, then Onward, then Turning Red, then Toy Story 4, then Cars 3, then Bug's Life, then A Good Dinosaur, then Brave, then Elemental, then Finding Dory, then Lightyear, then Cars 2, then Incredibles 2, then Monsters University. The moral of the story is don't make sequels, apart from Toy Story 2. I think that's the... I think that is the lesson here. Yeah, is that all of them? We haven't had another one since then. Yep, Inside Out 2 isn't out yet, Elio isn't out yet, Toy Story 5? They're making a Toy Story 5? Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. That's sad. God, I hope it's... Oh, God. Yeah, at least make it good. Come on, guys. Yeah, I think I'm happy with that. I I think, obviously, we had to put Finding Nemo in great. It could be an all-timer. I also think Inside Out Ratatouille could be an all-timer. Um, I think the ones that people might have a problem with is Toy Story 4... And three being in just a movie, um, I think Soul, maybe Coco, Up, Wally. People might have a problem with that, but yeah, I think nostalgia obviously plays a big part for me. With like Soul and Coco being further down, like Wally and Finding Nemo and Toy Story. But I just think that's the nature of the beast. That doesn't make any sense. That phrase just popped into my head. So that I think that's where I'm going to end it. Um, this has been. The Wagon Wheel Coffee Table Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WWCT Podcast. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Car. Again, sorry about the sound issues we had in this episode. I'm glad I realised so it wasn't completely ruined. But the whole middle part of this, the sound is awful. So I really am sorry about that. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Um, let me know what your, like, all-time uh, Pixar films are. Come over to Twitter and tell me. Like, my top three... It's had to be top three, by the way. So my top three are Incredibles, Cars, and Monsters, Inc., come and tell me what your top three are i think i could definitely be persuaded to to switch montez inc for finding nemo inside out ratatouille and toy story 2 i think those are the four that could interchange with montez inc whereas incredibles and cars have to be in there for me but yeah come and go come over to um twitter wwct podcast um and tell me what your top three are you know I'd, i'd like to hear what other people think um because I don't think those three are like the highest rated or the highest rated on Letterbox, or by the general public and things like that. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Wagon Wheel Cover Table podcast and you'll hear me next week. Bye.